Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Pod Swoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. I'm your host, Mullet. And despite my butt right now, I am very hype. Talk some butt about- hype! Butt hype! God, that's your life. Talk some rest- <laughs> <laughs> to talk some WrestleMania news with uh, only two of the other four members of the Swoggle Squad. Kicking it off in Chicago is Rich. Yo, shout to the kid that at Raw this week was sitting in front of us, had the Y2AJ shirt on. And then flipped off Chris Jericho when he fucking pulled the double cross. Kid was like ten years old. That shit. That kid was fucking cool as hell. And now he's got like one of the like that shirt's gonna be worth something. For what? To do what? Well, I'm saying like <laughs> like how many of those do they really sell? And they got they're gonna pull them off the shelves already. Yeah, yeah, but like how many also do they make? Like those shirts are gonna be the WWE's equivalent of like the losing Super Bowl team shirts. They're going to get, like, sent to Cambodia or some shit. <laughs> there's there's a whole tribe of Cambodians right now that are just, like, so about taking risks and breaking codes or whatever the fuck the back of the shirt said. <laughs> some bullshit. As soon as I saw that shirt, I'm like, oh, they're breaking up immediately. <laughs> why make the shirt? Because if, if you can make some money off of it, why not? They made some money off that kid's poor-ass dad. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag ill. Oh <laughs> shit! Well, Rich, you were one row behind them. So <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, really poor they are. No, it's hashtag ill. Sorry, hey Topi, you're in New York, baby. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm too hype. Yeah, what up, guys? <laughs> hey, come on! No, 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 no. Uh, so for the fucking right, we're doing this. I can't wait. So for like the WrestleMania show every year, we do the like the five person group, which I hope you have one for uh, Mania coming up. Oh, but yeah, since there's three of us, I I have I have a, I've had this note on my phone uh, since what's the date on this? Hold on. <laughs> uh, well, I've updated it because I added another one, but I've had this on my phone for like two years. <laughs> since there's three of us, uh, I thought we'd talk about the most influential three man group ever. What members of the three-man band are all of us? Ooh, okay. Uh, is it wrong for me to make you Jinder Mahal? <laughs> nope. I also, well, I'll see if you can get the one I can get. <laughs> but that's who I was, yep. Hmm. Hmm. Man, that's, t- that's close. Rich, I, I almost feel obligated to take Heath Slater because I wouldn't want to make anybody Heath Slater. I think that fits the best, too, because you're like... I'm the closest thing to, like, European that is to, like, Scotland. True. Whereas, like, you don't really know who you are. You're just white as hell. And so it's Heath Slater. Also, like, I'm the shithead that, like, kind of got something together. Like, his, like, Legends feud. And now I have you other shitheads, like, kind of surrounding me. True. Like, true. I'm, not, I'm not, like, the leader, but I'm just, like, by, like, de facto, like, We gravitated toward you. Yeah. And you're the most likely to get the shit beat out of you by Tiffany. <laughs> Oh, shit. I was going to make the same joke with you and Sam. 
That too. Uh, I just uh, somebody on Reddit the other day had a gif up of Tiffany giving Gail Kim and RKO off the ramp, and I was like, "Remember that? We were so hyped for that." Taryn Terrell, and then she had to find God. God damn it, man! God's not worth it. <laughs> Keep the wrestling career up. Uh, as of right now, Tope, I have three stables, so we're good through WrestleMania 34. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so what we're gonna do today? Action pack show, hype show. Uh, as customary, uh, on the road to WrestleMania, it's time for us to settle down a little bit, talk some news about WrestleMania. Oh, actually, we're on the road to Roadblock, because uh, that show's been built more than WrestleMania at this point, um, which will air this Saturday. But we're going to talk Roadblock, we're going to talk WrestleMania, any other wrestling news we got. But we're going to kick it off first, because it is March, and the last episode was March of Madness selecting the tournament. We're going to kick it off with our nominations for the Podswoggle Invitational Tournament. The third year we're doing this. Second year in a row we're doing it like this. Uh, last year we started just like the regular National Invitational Tournament for basketball. We nominate people who were not in Marshall Madness to compete in their own little cute tournament that has no bearing of anything. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. It's another stream that we're going to do. I don't know what, uh, when the date of this is going to be because this month is kind of crazy. Uh, I do want to pitch something to you guys as well. So we already talked about whoever has the best bracket for March of Madness will be the Podswoggle champion, and that person will have uh, their person go on for the next month's title tournament. I want to do the same thing for the pit. Whoever wins the pit is automatically one of those person's people in the next month's tournament. Is that fair? Yeah, let's do it. Rich, you go with that as current, as current Swoggle Squad champion. Uh, so it's going to work this way. I'm going in current pick em order, which is kind of important because we only have one event left for the year. Uh, so current pick'em order heading into WrestleMania. Augie is in last with 31 points. Rich is in fourth with 33. Witten is in third with 36 per customary. I'm in second with 38. And Tope's in first with 42. So barring Tope getting last and me getting first, Tope... Well, Tope has locked up a share of first place for this season of pick'em. So this will be back-to-back for you, Tope. How the fuck did that happen? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no kidding. idea. You've just been consistently, you and me have been consistently like right there like the whole season. So, I not remember winning one pay per view. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting. You don't have uh, to. Well, you tied for first for Fast Lane, second, second, third, third, second. Yeah, I, I think that'll do it. The last pay per view you won on your own was Night of Champions and SummerSlam. So, fuck it. That probably did it. So we're going to go in that pick'em order. So it's going to be Tope, myself, Widen, Rich, then Augie. And then uh, the 16th member of this uh, tournament will be determined by the highest person available on our draft board this year, which I have in front of me right now. Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to have to go a little further down because all these guys are in March of Madness. So Tope, get us kicked off. Who is your first person out of three for the pit? He should have been in it because Triple H is in it. The Undertaker. Yeah. Well, you're kicking that off hot, so thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, have some fun. Give some guys some chances. Put people over. Way to go, Tope. Uh, well, I mean, I, I really have no room to talk with my first pick. I just noted. Uh, so, the, of course, you had to have wrestled a match from March, March 1st, 2015 to March 1st, 2016. Uh, it's his last chance to win anything in a video game tournament. I'm going with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, fuck you! Fucking yeah. calling me out for that shit. I didn't realize he was number one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, 
Uh, Witten's first pick. Witten's already screwed <laughs> because of what we did. Uh, he picked him. Well, he technically didn't pick him, but he was his replacement in one of his uh, Postwoggle title tournaments. Uh, he's one of the hottest independent wrestlers in the world. Uh, I actually haven't looked at his entrance yet, but I'm, I don't have the boy, so I don't think his entrance is going to be cracked up to be. Dalton Castle will be Witten's first pick. Uh, you are still allowed to take Ashley Remington if you'd like to. Rich. Well, Mullet, same reasons as you. I'm going with Sting. Damn it, you son of a bitch. Oh, I'm taking him off. <laughs> Augie, I'm going to have to call Augie for more. For more. Augie's <laughs> <laughs> second pick was Braun Strowman. I'm like, Augie, you were on the podcast last week. He's in the fucking tournament. <laughs> wow, okay, I'm surprised. All right, uh, so Augie's first pick. Uh, I mean, if Triple H was in and The Undertaker is in, then this guy probably should have been in. And God damn it, Augie, he's already lost twice. Why not a third time? Sami Zayn. Hell yeah. Augie's bound and determined to get him something. <laughs> Guys, Monday was so fucking dope. We'll get, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Uh, Tope, second pick. All right, stop with this bullshit right now, man. It's time to get some fucking age. I picked the young stallion, the Undertaker. Fuck him. I want Jushin, Thunder, Tyson, <laughs> undefeated. Jushin, Thunder, Liger. Your two, your first two picks are combined a hundred years old. This is like watching a WCW 1999 main event. Buy rates, baby. Buy rates. Also, I think, like, the first tournament for Liger ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> anything I went back and did. Son of a bitch. All right. Uh, my pick. Got to get some NXT in here besides Jushin Thunder Liger. I'm torn between two. Uh, I prefer one, but I feel like the other one will perform better in a tournament atmosphere, especially with who we have on this docket so far. far. Um, my, maybe the most improved wrestler of the past six or nine months. I'm going to go with Jason Jordan. Wow. Oh. I was going to go Gable, but I don't know if Gable will translate that well into the game. Uh, yeah, badass at suplexes, motherfuckers. He's going to be in the tournament next year, probably, so why don't give him a, give him a sneak peek? Uh, again, Witten, I think, swap uh, lists with you, Rich, for your draft coming up this year. You might not even know who this is. Well, no, you know who this is, but I've never seen a full match of his. Witten had to have eventually at some point. Uh, he's a stalwart of the independent scene. Uh, wrestling around for progress, and of course PWG as well. I think it was a semifinalist in Bola this year. Widen's feeling a little villainous. He's going with the villain, oh. Marty Skrull. What? I, yep. I yeah. couldn't pick him out of a lineup, but Widen picked him. Hey, Widen, I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it was his second pick, so, you know. <laughs> Where? What? Please. Please. I ain't even seen a full match of that motherfuckers. Get out of here with that. Oh, that's great. It's my favorite pick so far. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry. He's gonna he's gonna draw the Undertaker and get ruined. <laughs> uh, right, second pick. How many picks do we get? You get three. So this is your second. Just really do it. I'm shocked it wasn't your first pick. What's that? Just do it. I'm shocked it wasn't your first pick. <sighs> um. Nah, man. 2016, I'm going to really get on this fucking hype train right here because I'm hype about him. Uh, he's got the fucking perfect look, build, and he's getting better. I think he's going to make a big leap this year. 
uh, especially being able to get like a good fucking look all on his own um, in Japan. I'm going with fucking Tama Tonga, dude. Okay. Very interesting. I already have him, so that that's easy. Um, I mean, I brought him up last week. I was like, yeah, this guy. But like, I'm gonna fucking hitch my 2016 wagon to him because I think he's gonna be pretty. I think he's gonna make a, a pretty big leap. He could. He has the potential to. First, he's gonna be pretty. He's gonna be okay. He's he's gonna be okay. Uh, you gotta keep that uh, face paint theme up for your final pick. Uh, Augie's second pick. Uh, he picked his partner last year. He's in the game, and he's a big motherfucker. He's gonna go with Big Cass. Yeah, all right. Second pick. I want to point out. Uh, so I'm thinking about it. The Hall of Fame downloadable package just came out. I was looking through the guys that are in that. Uh, Kevin Nash in WCW 1996 is the same rating as John Cena in the game. Just want to say that out loud. Found, <laughs> found that was funny. Uh, Tope, your last pick. I feel like we haven't talked about getting hyped enough on this podcast. <laughs> so I want to ensure that the pit is fucking hyped with Mo Joe Rowley. Downloaded in this afternoon. MJ <laughs> yeah, <you> Rowley. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. That was on the fly. I had like five names one by just to get him. <laughs> I'm shocked you didn't pick the boogeyman. Well, I don't know if the boogeyman's worth the match this year. <laughs> to try to. Oh, by the way, uh, the pit is so prestigious. Your first two pit winners have been uh, the boogeyman and Diego from Los Matadores. So, it's, so everyone knows what we're looking at here. Uh, my last pick. I was looking at a lot of different things. You know, I, I had Sting on my list. I also have Boos on my list, but yeah. Hmm, am I going to go this route, or am I going to go this route? Not Audible, I'm just going to picture it off. Drago. Well, there goes my face paint theme. <laughs> you did, I gave you two. I gave you two chances. And, and I took I... two guys with face paint. Well, now you got to come up with another one. Look, man, as long as he was picked, that's where my heart is. And because I, I was, the other one I was going to pick was Hollow Wicked, but I'm like, you know what? We had a bunny in last year. I don't want to go with a pumpkin. Let's go with a dragon. <laughs> Widden's final pick. Uh, another Lucha Underground guy. We have two in the tournament here. Again, surprised about Widden's picks. I didn't know he was a big fan of this guy. Uh, Son of Havoc. What? I, I get. I, I don't. Has Widden been watching Lucha? Must have been, because his pick after that was Brian Cage. <laughs> so, um, hmm, there you go, uh, Rich. Your last pick. Um, torn man. I got three names. One, I, that's again. I don't even give a shit about that. It'd just be funny. I'd be doing it for the laugh. I don't. I don't. It. W- I wouldn't mean it. Well, tell us who it is so we know. <laughs> right, that's a good because Rich, I'd probably make him like a seventy. <laughs> right, right, right. He, he would be the shits. Picking, I'm picking between two guys for PWG reasons. Okay. One is undefeated in like the past calendar year. Okay. And the other just became the champion. Okay. I have both of them, by the way. <laughs> I know. Um, which I couldn't even find last year for some sad reason. <laughs> Uh, fuck it. I want the points. I don't believe he's retiring. He'll be around next year to fucking pick him again. I'm going with Zach Zaber Jr. Zach Saber Jr. Zach Zaber Jr. 
Oh, hey, it's your new indie guy whose name you can't say. Shut up. <laughs> Zach Sabre Jr., your new PWG champion. Wonderful. Augie's last pick. I'm shocked Chuck Taylor wasn't on his list, so sorry, Chuck, you're not going to be on here. Oh, Chucky. Yep. Uh, he was Widden's fifth pick, and he was my fifth pick as well. Uh, I had Augie try to come up with somebody to replace Strowman really quickly. I think he was flustered, so he picked this guy who, yeah, I think he had a match last year, but it was hard to remember because uh, he kind of dropped off the face of the earth. I think he was also a, an Elite Eight representative in March of Madness last year. Damian Sandow. Yeah, he had a pre-show match this year. For the Rumble. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> also, I, I, was, I was from March 1st to March 1st. I mean, like, he had, like, WrestleMania. Like, true, he was the runner for the 100 Battle Royale. So let me consult the list How here. How many times did you have to tell Augie he hasn't wrestled this year? I, I just let him. I just let him ride. <laughs> I knew he was busy, so I was like, "Whatever, man." Uh, all right, let me look at the list. Somebody that's on either tournament. Well, number one is Sasha Banks, but unfortunately, I, we can't do that. Yeah. Uh, Would have been Sami Zayn or Daniel Bryan, but they're in it. Uh, oh, hey, look at that! It's Chuck Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he made it anyway, Chucky. He was number. Uh, he was number fourteen for the draft. Right underneath him would have been uh, would have been either Enzo. Or Tyler Breeze. Oh, yeah. Hey, whatever, Tyler. So, uh, by the end of the tournament, I'll randomize these motherfucking names up. The Undertaker, Daniel Bryan, Dalton Castle, Sting, Sami Zayn, Jushin Thunder Liger, Jason Jordan, Marty Scroll, Tama Tonga, Big Cass, Mojo Raleigh, Drago, Son of Havoc, Zack Sabre Jr., Damian Sandow, and Chuck Taylor. That sounds like one hell of a pit to me. Yeah, I was going to say, fuck a bunny and a boogeyman. That's a fucking tournament right there. It's <laughs> a fucking tournament right there. Uh, more information about when that's going to be streaming will come soon. Also, I'll go ahead and announce, uh, by the time you're hearing this, hopefully the bracket will be up online. We're having some issues with that. Uh, but I can announce who won your eight playing matches. I was able to get these done uh, overnight a couple days ago. I didn't send out any information just because I want to get it done, and I didn't feel like talking, really. <laughs> if I'd streamed it, this would have been quiet, and that would have been weird. Uh, so the winners... The Disciples of Death triple threat. The winner was Barrio Negro, which is fine. That was my favorite name of the three. Uh, Wrestling Triple H will be Tomoaki Hanma in a big upset over Toji Makabe. Kyle O'Reilly eliminates Bobby Fish. So it'll be Kyle O'Reilly versus Nick Jackson. Via a disqualification, which is rare in this tournament, Doc Gallows defeated Carl Anderson. They, they went outside, Anderson grabbed a chair and hit him with it. And I was like, oh, it plays. <laughs> So it'll be Dean Ambrose versus Doc Gallows. I love that uh, it was those two. Yeah, it made sense. I figured it'd be crazy ass Gallows, but no, it was Machine Gun. Uh, Davey Richards eliminates former runner-up Eddie Edwards. So it'll be Xavier Edwards versus Davey Richards. Uh, and an upset based on the ratings, Matt Taven destroyed Mike Bennett. So it'll be Lethal versus Taven, old TV title rivalry there. In the best match of the eight, Hanson defeated Ray Rowe. So it'll be Kevin Owens versus Hanson. Uh, just and I'm glad for that, so uh, Widen can get all of his umbop jokes in next uh, two weeks from now. Why and Scott Dawson, Thunder. Ah, uh, no, no, I'm going to make him research other Hanson songs, so we won't get the references. And Scott Dawson eliminates Dash Wilder, so it'll be Scott Dawson versus EC3. That is your March of Madness and Pit update. But now, let's bring it down and talk about WrestleMania 32. I almost said 33, but we won't be excited about that because it's in Orlando. We hype as fuck. Let's go. We're going to go to all of it. We're going to go. I'm, I need to buy a new house before then. Just so we have enough people <laughs> on a group for every fucking um, thing. I've it's had cool several people in Orlando like. Too. Oh. Go ahead. 
I would say it's cool because I'm here. So like, uh, me and Sam had the day off of work today. So we just had like every time like the cable box turned off, we turned back on. It goes on the news channel, and they, they kept talking about like the press conference today. That's like, key. I'm so excited. Yeah, everyone that's uh, like texting me or anything about, it, I'm just like, save your money, save it all up. We're doing it all. We're doing it all. Plus, also right now we're gonna have to make a trip to City Walk at some point to go to the the Hall of Fame and restaurant that's hopefully gonna be open by then. Yeah, that's they should well, stop trying to make restaurants. Yeah, I mean, it's going to close in five years. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, we also, which maybe you might edit this out, there's this great place in Orlando, for anyone going to WrestleMania, where it's uh, a live band that does karaoke, which is awesome. So oh, if you're right. in Orlando. Absolutely. Yes. I go. Still haven't been there yet. Go do that. WrestleMania weekend. But don't like go before we go because we want to like sing. Yeah, we're going to uh, shut that down. There's a place up here that does that as well. Uh, that's currently getting sued for not like getting the um, like uh, AMG or whatever like the music rights are for like Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. <laughs> Out of all the bands, hey man, Flea isn't getting any of those cool Back to the Future guest spots anymore. He needs the money. <laughs> yeah, and those uh, those the Chase checks have stopped coming in for residuals. <laughs> and now this is Pod Swoggles. Of the week. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> ah! No, the chase, the chase is a dope fucking movie. It's like great analysis about like media coverage. It was right around the time that OJ happened, so it was good. And who's a more believable OJ as a celebrity than Charlie Sheen, am I right? <laughs> Hot ass Christy Swanson, Henry Rollins yelling at people, Josh Mostel taking up the entire front seat of a cop car. Oh, that fucking movie. That, you Yo. know the movie. Carrie yes. Elvis not being able to act still. I'm pretty sure that's the first movie I saw titties in. No, she doesn't. It's just a bra. But No, I mean like any kind of titties. <laughs> <laughs> the Chase is a dope fucking movie, man. That was when the blockbuster closed at Archer Road Gainesville and I found the movie on DVD. I was like, yes! What were you like oh, again, yeah. Mullet? Yes! <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what was that? Yes! <laughs> no, let's just, no, just make this a blank slate, huh? <laughs> I'm not going to fucking the bullshit. I love this shit. <laughs> oh. uh, hey, WrestleMania, how about that? How about it? Um, so we are, what? Four weeks away? Less, just uh, just less than. Just under. Uh, it's kind of customary on the show. Let's kind of take it match by match almost. Uh, uh, I don't want to have Retrospective Rich cover it necessarily. Unless Retrospective Rich feels there's a match that he can cover. Or we just kind of want to no. see what happens. No. Because it, to be perfectly honest, as much of a mess as WrestleMania appeared to be... Even last month, it's shaping up to be better than we could have expected in terms of what the card is going to look like. Am I alone in that thinking? I would say no. I I would agree with that. Like the, the I think the way I've been able to like quantify it or at least make an analogy is like the way it's set up this year. Would you rather have sex 
with like a really hot like nine or have a threesome with like two fours. Like still a threesome. It's not as good as it could have been, but it's still a threesome. And that's what it's like the roadblock, like WrestleMania kind of thing. It's like we're getting a WrestleMania before WrestleMania and then WrestleMania, but it should have been so much better. Hmm. By the way, I wish you like after you said the threesome of two fours, you would have gone Huggy. <coughs> uh, <laughs> it still counts. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, the nine. <laughs> <It's my answer. laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I hate the idea of roadblock. Like, I, I really hate it. Just because it takes away the focus. Kind of like, like what was it? Like, WrestleMania 29, the build to that. Like, they did fucking, like, Raw. They did Retro Raw. Or, what was it? Raw Reunion, whatever the fuck it's called. When they trot out, like, IRS and some bullshit. Yeah. They did, like, that, like, three weeks for Mania. It's like, no. Like, focus on fucking WrestleMania. It takes away focus, especially this one trying to break the 100,000 mark, which, you know, they don't talk about, but still, it's their attempt to do the biggest mania they've done in 30 well, years. they did talk about it on Monday. They did? I see. I didn't even notice. Yeah, Vince was backstage on the cell phone with a dickhead, and he was just like, <laughs> no, 93,000 was the old record at the Pontiac Silverdome. We're going to break it this year. Past, I don't know who I'm doing right now. Say, <laughs> <laughs> hey, who the fuck is this? Oh, a young <laughs> Nick Nolte. <laughs> I was going to say Jack Nicholson. We're going to get him. <laughs> I like that voice, though. Yeah, so, so I guess so they are talking about it, but to a certain extent, what we're getting at roadblock is like what we want at mania like i'm fine with uh, with ambrose and lesnar and i think it's gonna be a better match than lesnar and wyatt but lesnar versus wyatt was the story that was being built and a better story we all want ambrose and reigns spot we're getting that in triple h at roadblock um it, it's just it's just a weird awkward situation that, that takes away focus and you know it, it puts more towards the network which is what they want to do but it takes away some of the luster of me. Also, it's a giant fucking risk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to put up a pay-per-view show two weeks before WrestleMania with a guy that has torn both of his quadricep muscles. It's going to be in your main event. A guy that tore, that almost like broke his ankle before his WrestleMania match last year. Not that he's going to be doing anything major at WrestleMania, it seems like, but still... You know, there's a lot of what ifs, like, and there's no backup plan at all if anything happens. It's just a stupid. It's just a stupid risk. It's just, but it's. I don't. Is it a better car than WrestleMania right now? Uh, I, if you would have asked me like last week, yes. But now that Mania is is gonna have another Jericho AJ match, which is not I'm thrilled about, but you know, but it's gonna be it, a good still, match. It's gonna be it's gonna be a three three and a half star match like it's been every time. Uh, it's going to have some iteration of Owens and Sammy, and it's going to have some kind of U.S. title multi-man match, possibly some kind of multi-tag title match. I think Mania is looking a little brighter, especially with the focus on the th- on the top four matches that we're hopefully going to be getting more of very soon. Well, I mean, a lot of the bright spots, the things that are making it brighter, 
that you mentioned like aren't technically booked yet. They may be booked by now by the time this posts, but yeah. As of right now, the match I'm most excited about is the Divas Triple Threat. Agree. Like hands and down. I was counting I, that as the top four matches because I think they're treating it as such. I have I have zero to negative interest in the uh, title match. I have zero to negative interest in the Lesnar match. And I don't I still don't fully understand the Taker Shane match. They don't either. <laughs> like it's happening. And I'm and gonna I, watch I, it because of what may ever happen. <laughs> I promised myself when I found out what a snuff film was snuff film was that I would never watch a snuff film. And now I'm gonna be forced to in like yeah. three and a half weeks. Yeah. Um but like it doesn't mean any of it makes sense. No, it makes no sense. Um and yeah. Like who's to say everything that you just said that, you know, we should be reasonably expecting even happens. So let's 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 break it down now. That's match it. Match. Should I get tickets to payback? I mean you had fun you had fun on Monday. It was definitely the best role that I've ever been to, but I think it helps that it wasn't at the Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Jacksonville. True, and DJ Gabriel wasn't there. <laughs> True. And the, and the Undertaker wasn't there to not know what the name of the fucking event was. He had never lost a match in. True. Um, and Triple H and Randy Orton didn't destroy a fucking foreclosed house. True. Uh, that said, the Allstate Arena is fucking garbage. <laughs> of course it is. It's a... We pulled up to it. We're like, oh, is that just another hotel? No, no, that's the arena. <laughs> it's next to a Target. And uh, and it has a wooden roof. Jesus. Who, who even plays there? Like, Nobody. Keep it up. <laughs> is, is, is it the old Rosemont or no? Yeah. Oh, it is. It is renamed it the Allstate. Yeah. yeah there's magic about that building, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three teams play there. Uh, the DePaul Blue Demons, oh. the, Chicago, the Chicago Wolves, so the AHL, and the Chicago Sky, the WNBA. So no one. Burn it down. Um, <laughs> like, the only good thing about that arena is that it's small. It's a small-ass arena. Um, and so, like, there is not a single bad seat in the house. It's intimate. It's, I mean, all right, so I know you want to talk about it. Sammy coming back. Yo. I mean, this is it. This is the call-up, finally. And also, it's a big honor for him to probably be the only person that's going to work double duty that weekend. True. Yeah. Uh, which again, huge risk, <laughs> but it's worth it <laughs> for what we're gonna get out of it. And and you had no idea he was coming out, right? Like you didn't see any spoilers or anything like that. I saw stuff about like a week before uh, rumors that they might call him up before Mania to have a match at Mania, and but it didn't say anything about him being at that particular Raw. But I figured they might have to do something beforehand. I made a point to not tell. Anybody I was going with. And on the way there, uh, Dave shot me a Facebook message saying, like, here's the thing. Fuck you, Dave. Because if, <laughs> if I didn't know anything, 
I'd be fucking pissed off at you. Because he shot me a, a Facebook message saying, like, yeah, Sammy's probably going to... You know, I'm going to get exactly what the fuck he fucking said. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Dave, you can't call dibs on my bed for Mania Weekend next year, by the way. <laughs> I forgot to message you back. Widden already called it. <laughs> uh, yeah, here's what he fucking, here's what he fucking said. Um, uh, where the fuck? Uh, Rich, I think... I think it's going to be Sammy challenging Owens tonight. It's like, dog, come on. Uh, and then, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, th- I know. I heard that. I didn't tell anybody. But then he's like, between the Falcon Arrow teaser and this tweet, and then he linked a tweet to um, the WWE Games uh, Twitter. Is he the fucking Sapruder of fucking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was fine because I had an idea and an inkling. I, I had a I had a gut feeling when I was watching the match that um, especially the end it and I knew Owens was going outside. I'm like, okay, that's going to be. I, I half thought it was the Big Show, which would have been like the exact opposite yeah. <laughs> because I think they're supposed to be wrestling each other at Roadblock or at some other point because he beat Owens by countout on Raw the other week ago. So I was ready for disappointment. So that made it even more better when it actually it me like I was hoping yeah. and thinking. Um, that said, Godmother. Fucking damn it. Take your shirt off calmly. Stop fucking moving yeah. your goddamn fucking arms in happiness. That was very scary. Just like, and I know what's going to happen. He's going to stop doing it and he's going to pop a blood vessel in his head and he's going to like have an aneurysm. <laughs> but, like, like, I know that it doesn't matter. Like, like if, it's, if he's meant to be, it's meant to be. But just for our sake, you know. It's the inverse, like we said before, of Triple H doing the spine buster back in the day and hoping he tears a quad. It's stop doing that, please. No. Uh, yeah. That said, that match was also fucking dope. That, that I mean, obviously that that Owens Neville's ma- Neville match was going to be good, um, but like they got to they got fucking time. They got to do some shit, and it was really cool to watch. Yeah, it was bomb um, ass shit. And then, yeah, I was like really happy with like. The, the fact to get like a uh, about like two and a half like really good matches out of a raw, I was like super fucking stoked about. Yeah, cause tag match was awesome. Tag match Killer. was fucking great. Um, and then not that it fucking matters because it never fucking matters. None of it actually matters. But <laughs> uh, the uh, Ambrose uh, Wyatt match I found was very very interesting. Having watched their matches before. And there was a lot of elements of, like, history and having learned and and having shit scouted. And I don't know. I, I just found it very engaging to watch on a deeper level. Um, and it's funny because, like, everyone was, like, in the arena was just kind of, like, shitting on it and just bored. Um, uh, because what reason do you have to be interested in Wyatt now? But that just goes to fucking show what they did after that. That the just the fucking charisma and the just the mystique that that character can have. All you need to do is have fucking Triple H come out, them go fucking nose to nose, and then uh, just a, a caress of a belt, and people went fucking nuts. Yeah, they and still believe. Never do anything with it. Nope, dumb sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. They'll tease that shit out for three and a half years and not do a single thing with it. 
Uh, so while we're on the subject, what is Bray Wyatt doing at WrestleMania? Before we get into any other matches, let's talk about the ones that are going to happen. Man, fucking Nakamura, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up. Oh, do it, Rich. <laughs> no, fucking yeah. nah, man. Yeah. Wyatt Family versus Bulletproof, dog. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers work out. The numbers work right, out. Yeah, hold on. Well, who are they going to add? Ah, fuck it. <laughs> what do you mean, who are they going to add? It's four, four against three. Oh, fucking make Styles work twice. Uh. <laughs> or put Bailey no, in there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> by the way, by the way, like I think I forget where I talked about it. Again, I was wrong about Finn Balor, I'm pretty sure. Because also, him and Bailey are totally fucking, right? And I couldn't Jeez. be happier. What were we saying, Tope? Oh, sorry. She's got a boyfriend, man. That's yeah, come on. We she, I mean, yeah. She They're got, on top of pictures of him. She hasn't <laughs> posted, like, shit about that dude in a long time. And she, also, he had, he had some kind of, like, bullshit. Like, somebody put it on, uh, on, um... Reddit and like it wasn't anything, but like he like put some Instagram post about like it was just an old picture of like Finn. <laughs> and that's all it was. And it's like that was weird. <laughs> oh, they fucking. Yeah, <laughs> they fucking son. They be fucking. Um, which is fine. Like <laughs> that's fine. Him and Sasha Banks' boyfriend, they can start a. Uh... You know how much heat they get on the Indies is like a team. I mean, they wouldn't get booked anywhere because they're shitty wrestlers. But can you imagine if they like, stepped up their game, how good they would do? Uh, all right, so we we handle. So, but realistically, if they do the Andre Battle Royal, that's the Wyatt family, right? Sadly, <sighs> what a waste. Yeah. Or because they just they just booked League of Nations against New Day at Roadblock, so they're not going to do that. Are they going to do Wyatt's and New Day? <laughs> I mean, who else is New I- Day going with then? Because Usos and Dudleys are off of their own thing, but you can't do either one of them, I don't think, again. I have no idea. Unless, I, again, I like stand up a fantasy book, but there was a lot of rumblings about them doing something with Enzo and Cass sooner rather than later, even possibly before Mania. If they spin off something at Roadblock, because Enzo and Cass are wrestling Dash and Dawson at Roadblock. At this point, you might as well just hold them off for Mania. I don't know, though. I don't know what they're they're going to do. I mean, uh, maybe he just cuts a promo of Mania. Who the fuck knows? Maybe he does some shit with Burt Reynolds. Maybe he fucking, <laughs> like... Oh, you're talking about Bray Wyatt? Yeah. This guy over here, he's got a lantern. like it. Lights, lights, up, lights up the room. Oh, uh, uh, I decided what they could do. Uh, actually, Rich might have opened my eyes to that. So they fucking come out and Bray's cutting a promo. I should be on this show. Beat me again. Blah, blah, blah. Lights are all off. And then fucking The Rock comes out and beats them all. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Or, or Steve Moss. Oh, that's what all those legends are for. They're each individually starting to come out. <laughs> but Austin Rock, Michaels, and Foley, right? So perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Fully comes out first, beats up Eric Rowan. <laughs> Sweet chin music of Luke Harper. Austin stuns Wyatt. The Rock kills Braun Strowman. 
well, saved everybody 50 bucks. It doesn't have the network. Did uh did you guys watch uh did you guys see what happened after Raw? No. Uh it was a it was a really fun dark segment. Oh um, yes, I did. I did, I did. I didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was just a, a big fucking to do. Like uh Raw went off the air, Wyatt family came back out to put the, the boost to Dean Ambrose. Um the first baby face to come out to make the save was Jack Swagger. <laughs> Uh, to which got like a legitimate pop, but all I yelled was "What?" Um, <laughs> uh, fucking, and then like you know, just people started coming out like fucking one after the other. Um, and then the last one to come out was Mark Henry, who was eating the pizza that he stole earlier in the show, uh, which was great. He tried to give Braun Strowman a slice. Uh, to which I yelled "Pizza" twice in an, or I chanted "Pizza" twice in a night, and so that was. That's all I need to do. I was happy. I got my money's worth then. Um, yeah, but Rich, what'd you do at the show? I chanted pizza some more times. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> Strowman knocked it off, uh, and then they beat him up. He kicked him out, um, and then it was a great like Stardust actually ate the pizza. It was fantastic. Look it up on YouTube. I'm not gonna fucking tell it here. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like a fucking Shakara skit. It was. It was great. <laughs> Uh-oh, Triple H started to watch Shakara. Watch out. <laughs> I mean, Quackenbush did have that guest trainer stint. That's right. He's like, so what do you do over there? He's like, well. <laughs> and then two hours later, Triple H leaves. What What would be like the... Th- All right, so not like three things about Shakara that are happening right now. What are the three things that Mike Quackenbush told Triple H about Shakara? Here, here, here. Hold on. And you have to react accordingly, okay? Got it, okay. Oh, yeah, as, uh, as Einstein yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple H, whatever yeah. it was? Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's, uh, and uh, here we go, and scene. So this Zakara uh, thing you got, Mike, I've heard some things about it. Tell, tell me what you guys do over there, because, you know, looking to expand working relationships oh, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hold on. It's me cracking my knuckles. Uh, be careful there, man. I tore a ah. quad that way. I know. I've, I've seen. Um, well, I mean, let's just start off uh, first and foremost. Our um, uh, our current uh, Chikara Grand Champion is uh, is a princess, Princess Kimberly. What? Yeah, yeah. She's great with the kids. She's sort of like a she's like Bailey esque along that same page. Uh, she actually she uh, she won the, the the title from Hollow Wicked, who's a pumpkin. With arms and legs? Yeah, just kind of like a pumpkin mask. But you, you said he was a pumpkin. He's a, like a Cinderella like a Cinderella thing? No, no, like no. After, like a, at, at midnight, is he going to turn back into a person? He's like a pumpkin man. Pumpkin man? Yeah. Hollow Wicked. Mm-hmm. Okay. This whole, I like the Diva, Diva Revolution thing you got going on. That's, that's good. That's smart. What else you got? Um, well, you know, we have a pretty strong tag team division, too. Uh, one of our more popular longstanding tag teams are uh, Los Ice Creams. That's right. That Mysterio taught me some Spanish way back when. That's the Ice Creams. Yes. They got arms and legs, too. Yeah, we have a lot of wrestling food, I'm just realizing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um... Okay. Uh, they, 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 they 
goop ice cream on people? Like, what's their what's their deal? Uh, you know that dance, the monkey. They kind of do that. You have one more chance. All right. <laughs> to get a working relationship with me. Uh, Cesaro I- came from us. Oh no! Never mind. Get out of my office. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, I, I thought I was Vince. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll never speak to him again. Um, All right, so so Rob was good. Sorry, right, Mania. Jesus Christ. I was hoping uh, for a little more. Uh, <laughs> what? I, I did it on the, I know, I he forgot. did on the I, first I one, like, so low-key. <laughs> well, well, I was going to build it up, and then I just totally lost it. We'll, we'll, we'll try it again later. <laughs> um, we're doing everything we can to not talk about the main event of WrestleMania, right? God, I'll fucking talk about it then. No, so are they. (laughs) Hey, Roman, you want a three-week vacation? Isn't WrestleMania coming up? Yeah, take a vacation. (laughs) Yeah, hey, let's let's not have you booed four weeks straight leading up to Mania. What are they fighting for? Who, Roman and Triple H? Yeah, yeah. Besides the WWE Championship? Okay, good. Okay, I, I, I thought it meant something. Oh. I, just, I, I didn't know why, like, it was such a big match. That makes, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Like, I don't give a fuck about anything they do, and I want to. I really, really want to. And it's honestly going to be a solid match that they're going to just beat the fuck out of each other. I just couldn't care less. Or... Man, what if they start like headlocking like Triple H and Orton? That would be amazing. It's <laughs> WrestleMania 25 all over again. If I, yeah, if they just start, if they lock up, then it's like okay, I, let's just turn this off. 15 minutes before that, Shane McMahon jumped like he did like a Z formation, falling to the ground somehow, defying physics. 15 minutes later, just a, a fucking headlock. Triple H is taping his wrist like, God damn it, Mark, you did it fucking again. (laughs) (laughs) I was in your wedding, son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, it just, it has, they did everything they, no, I don't want to say that. (laughs) I mean, they they put fake blood into it, guys. (laughs) They entrusted Byron Byron Saxon to give Roman Reigns a blood capsule. They're they're pulling out all the stops. Is this... Like a one-year storyline, like not like he's Roman's been against the authority for before that because he was going to be Dolph, Dolph Ziggler's role at Survivor Series 2014. God, and this and it just goes to show, like even the Charlotte Becky Sasha stuff, like it's long-standing and few, but like on actually on paper, what they've been doing is two months, and that means more. I'm, more interested in Shane or Taker because I'm a fucking sick fuck, but... Well, I'm also... I will give it credit in that it's a story that makes sense. Like, <laughs> like if anything, it's, it's, it's tired and it's been used to the fucking nth degree. And we don't like getting shoved down our throats the next person again. But it makes more sense than Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker. <laughs> I remember the thing I said to you was like, it would, all this could make perfect sense if all Vince had to do, what, well, I mean, they can't do it because I don't know if it's his last match, say. Undertaker's like, no, why the fuck would I want to do this? I'm not going to work for you. 
And he's like, well, it's your legacy. So if you want to, if you, you're in this match, I want you to destroy my son. If you lose, you're fucking done. And that, at least that's some sort of stakes s- in the game. Something. Not him coming out, putting his hand on Vince McMahon's neck and saying, you know what I'm going to do? It's like, no. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Kill my son? That's what I want. Thank you. Glad we're on the same page here, buddy. It just made, yeah. As cool as the moment was of Shane coming back, which was great. It was a cool moment. It, It seemed to me to be like, an easy way out of a situation. It's like, oh, I can just call Shane, I guess. Because also, apparently, he's getting paid like next to nothing for like the second biggest match of Mania compared to whatever else is getting paid. So it's like, oh, you know, it'll, it'll, and also let's let's get let's hook him in. You know, all this, all the the wrestling nerds that think it's all real. Let's 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 hook him in with you know more work shoot bullcrap. And it's only for the control of Raw. Like, that shows ratings are traveling like a fly, man. <laughs> Here. <laughs> You'll be in a match for control of Raw against Fandango. <laughs> I, was, I would love if, like, what kind of matches they could fucking do. Like, for the control of superstars. You... <laughs> First time challenger. <laughs> um, it's like they. God. No, it's, it's just they. They wanted to shock people, for one night. At the sake, of their biggest show of the year, I feel like. Um. One, I think they were like they literally had to go through the Rolodex to fucking okay, fine. Oh god, okay, all right, all right. Everyone's injured, so let's look outside the company. Oh shame. Austin said no. Austin said no. Michael said no. Rock can't do it. So, I mean, people are still excited about it. I feel because like at the end of the day, you still want to pay attention. To the Undertaker, you still want to pay attention to Shane McMahon. No one wants to pay attention to Roman Reigns. No one. He just he lacks a basic fucking charisma, which is sad because we had seen him have some flashes of charisma early on when he got into the the when he got called up. And I haven't seen any of his like NXT FCW stuff, but it's about what you saw now. Oof, because because when we because I remember when the three of them got caught up, I'm like Roman Reigns, like that guy's shown like nothing. And then with the two of them and what he did do, it was like, oh my god, this guy finally like maybe he's just a big stage performer, and he's fine being a, a main event performer in the ring for what they need. He can hold his end of the bargain in that way. Probably better than Cena did at that point, and in terms of you know match quality. But in terms of like personality and character, he's like the opposite. He's a flip flop Cena. Yeah, and when he was showing personality, when he was when he still when he was had the shield around him, it was uh, I feel like he felt like he could take more chances because I could say some weird off the wall comment, and you know Dean will say something weirder, or Seth will <laughs> fucking ground it, uh, and he doesn't have that around him anymore. Uh, which kind of and he's also be 
And he's being heavily scripted, too. Well, he's being heavily scripted, but also at the same time, like, you know, even being heavily scripted, if you have a natural charisma, it would still right. shine through. Right. That's that's the the bottom fucking line. That's what it factor is. Every time they talk about that it factor, it's fucking charisma is what it is. Uh, Ryback doesn't have charisma. Roman Reigns doesn't have charisma. Braun Strowman <laughs> doesn't have charisma. And a year from now, we're going to be fucking dealing with that shit. <laughs> Man, I just, I just thought of uh, the promo that Ryback cut after he turned on Kane and Big Show like two weeks ago. Yeah. It, it seriously might have been like one of the worst promos I've ever seen in my entire. I've been watching wrestling for like 28 fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it made like jumping Jeff Farmer look like fucking a, the pipe bomb. Like it was. This past Monday, that backstage segment between Ryback and Kalisto, Ryback had a, like a fucking the length of a Shakespearean monologue, for Christ's sake. Like he wouldn't shut up. <laughs> Ryback, Ryan, Ryan, we're off the air. Ryan, you can cut, Ryan. Ryback spoke more in that one backstage segment than Goldberg did, did for the entire first two and a half years of his fucking run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a problem with guys that are just... Don't have it. Just don't have it in terms, and, and that's and it's saying something because, at the very least, like you would hope that they would have it from what they're being given, you know. You, if you can't do it like on your own, or I mean, if, if you can't do it with the, the lines you're given because like it's not yourself, you should be able to be seen in those moments of like your own extension of your personality to have it, and they just don't. Well, I think charisma is also you know like an extension of like that how intelligent you are on that side of your brain and those with charisma recognize what's happening when they're being heavily scripted, when they're being weighed down with, you know, like generic sounding things and they do everything in their power to make it not seem like that or fucking just say, fuck it. Cause it's a creative muscle. And at least also to add to what Rich said, like, especially in the wrestling, like, cool. You you have your battling mic. Seth was battling the mic. Danny Brown was battling the mic. In the ring, they had, you could see, okay, they have charisma. They are good actors. They're good at what they can do. They're just, you know, maybe not good on the mic. But, like, they could tell a story with their body. So there was, like, some semblance of, like, you know what? Maybe. But with the other guys, it's like, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> keep, using them, keep using them roids, baby. And... And, and Seth and Daniel both got there on the mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, go, both... go, watch, go, watch, go watch an early ROH Tyler Black, Black promo <laughs> and tell me he didn't get fucking better. Yeah. And that, again, like, that charisma, that it factor, like you said, they had it in the ring. That I think that shit translates, you know? Like, it's fine to be good. It's fine to be serviceable on a main event level like Roman is. But he's not drawing your eye. Your eye isn't drawn to him. Except why is that dumbass wearing fucking... Why is he the only one wearing that? Why is he weird looking? 
Yeah, did you come back from paintballing? What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, Sorry, I he's only the main like event two of... other guys, but, you know. Yeah, he's only the main event of WrestleMania. It's okay. Uh, uh, Triple H is going to try to kill himself to get him over, by the way. He's going to... Uh, like, you think Shane's going to go fucking nuts. Triple H is going to do everything. And all he has to do is just make him a heel. Because then he can do less. Because when you're babyface, you have to do more. Well, and also, if they do that, they'll be be able to find out. Like, all True. right, fine. This shit, this shit's maybe not working as well as we wanted it to. Let's try this. <laughs> maybe this is what it is. And even then, maybe uh, not. Hey, guys, guess what? This is our first conversation about turning Roman Reigns heel. Get ready for five more years of that. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. Where the fuck is John Cena, man? We missed him. We're sorry. <laughs> damn it. We were wrong. <laughs> we were, no, fuck that. We were on the right side of this conversation for the last, like, three years, I feel like. No, we were. That said, as soon as Cena comes back, he's turning heel on Roman Reigns, right? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> cool, just checking. Wanted to make sure. We can have these two conversations on currently. I want to know that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. The only way one of them turns heel is if they lose a match in which the stipulation is the loser turns heel. <laughs> oh my god! I can see the fucking graphic right now. It'd be amazing. <laughs> They'll um, both try to fucking finger poke of doom each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it ends in a double count out. <laughs> uh, all right, so we talked main event. Uh, do we have to cover Taker and Shane anymore? Just, just, I just want a story. That's that's all I have to say about it. Just give me something. Besides the bullshit family drama that we've had however many times, you know? And also they gave away Shane McMahon being physical already. So we got to see those classic, wonderful Shane McMahon punches. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's only going up against the guy that's billed as the best pure striker in WWE history. <laughs> um, the women's match is going to be fucking baller, like we mentioned. Uh, and I feel, I feel like they're going to get time. At least they fucking better. Rich, you mentioned earlier, you have no interest in Lesnar and Ambrose at all. I wish I did. I don't know why. I literally, I can't explain to you why I'm not interested in that match. I think the reason, at least for me, not being as, as excited as I should, is I know exactly what the match is going to be. It's going to be everything we've seen on the build-up. It's going to be... A 20-minute squash, and he's going to get a couple of hope spots, and Lesnar's going to beat him. I mean, I I guess, because I can't figure out what else it's going to be, except it is no DQ, right? Or it's a street fight or whatever bullshit. It's no holds barred. No holds barred. So, like, you'll fucking see Ambrose break out the toys and the furniture and shit, but, like, aside from that, like, that's going to be the only way he can gain any sort of... <sighs> considerable advantage and even then we've seen that plenty of times in the past how many times are they going to bring in the ring steps and fucking do a Kimura lock on that and all that shit so whatever I mean I, I just don't know what else I don't know what else they could do in the match yeah I mean I, I'm the same and also 
as you heard on the last podcast, I Dean Ambrose isn't my boy anymore. And I can, if I were to update that article that I wrote way back when for the website about like the moment that it happened, it wouldn't be one particular moment. It would just be the fucking neutering of him on the mic, and that they haven't give they haven't trusted him like they seemingly trust New Day and Wyatt and other people like do their own fucking thing. You can tell that he's being restrained. And you can tell he's being fed shit, especially his promo on Bra. Of just like him and Triple H having like no chemistry. Those guys should have pretty good chemistry doing a back and forth. So it, it, it's nothing of, of of his own accord. It's just I'll be right there when he turns heel, like I was with Punk, you know, like seven years ago. And and on the top, you know, topic of charisma, like you could still see that he's trying. He's trying to do the best with. I, I don't know why he's getting fed like extra corny lines. It feels like it feels like he's getting fed dorkier shit than anyone else. And this is somebody that had a briefcase full of Seth Rollins filled with Nickelodeon slime. Yeah. Uh, and it's also just kind of like weird that he, I don't know. He, like when he had the U S title, he, it made, he made sense of it. But now that he's as crazy as he is, like why? Why does he want any? Why does he want anything? Like, I don't know. When he was, I hate to be that fucking asshole that goes like, go back and watch some John Moxley promos. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I you, man. but go back and watch any promo after a match that he just won a title in or defended a title in. He's like, I don't give a fuck about this thing. That's not what this was about. This is about more than that. And it seems like that sort of thinking would make sense here. I don't know. I don't know anything about wrestling. I don't at all. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I am just fucking talking. Well, Tope does. Tope, what do you say? I don't really have any interest in this match. I, I, I take that back. I, just, I feel like this match is kind of how I felt about the X7 match between Triple H and um, Undertaker going in. Almost like, man, both guys are good. They just deserve better. It's weird to say, but it's like they're both a step down to where you think they should be going to this WrestleMania compared to where Lester's been bid on to, where Dean's been going to. Um Fuck, Mike's my new things is be like just turn everyone heel, make everyone, <laughs> the entire company, make it be fucking Arkham Asylum. Everyone's a fucking bad guy. And then you have Sami Zayn and Bailey, and you're fine. <laughs> and you're good. That's all we Hell need. Yeah, all God. we need, man. It is. It's gonna be a fucking disgusting match where they just kill each other. I, I don't know. Where, that's like where you, where can you even book this match on the card? Because you can't it can't touch anywhere close to Shane and Undertaker. You're not going to put those back to back. It might open the show. No, <sighs> the show. No tag tag match or the armbar if it is on on um the main event. What the world heavyweight title match? Do we have that still to open the show? Dope. <laughs> <laughs> the real still in play. Oh God. <laughs> I, it'll probably end up being my favorite match of the night. <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, it will be. I'm, I'm, I'm being real. Because it's the one I have the most, like, 
below average expectation for. But yeah, no, both guys deserve better than where they at than where they're at right now. What what other what other I mean we kind of breeze over what we think is going to happen, but other other hopes and expectations uh, of this match or of just overall with Mania. Um, if if it if it's not going to be a spectacle of like Undertaker versus Cena, Triple H versus Rollins, have this be the best wrestled WrestleMania of all time. Give people time and just tell fucking. St- Six or seven great stories and great matches because, on paper, this could be one of the best wrestled WrestleManias ever. True, very true. Um, yeah, I'm kind of the same boat. You know, every little piece that gets added, it makes it a little sweeter. Um, I'm still more excited about Takeover the night before. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good impression of me when Finn Balor versus Pentagon was announced. But, um. <laughs> If I could put my fucking foot in NXT Dallas, man. <laughs> For those who are new to the show, that means Tope wants to fuck it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be, what's the word? Hype! I swear to God. Hype! Tope, anytime we're like just walking together and we pass by a quite an attractive lady, I'm just gonna ask you. Yo, would you put your foot in that? <laughs> Yo, Tope, you gonna dip a toe in them waters? <laughs> the toe is like, you know, I might, but if, if it's a whole foot, it's like, yo, I'm DTF down to foot, baby. <laughs> Tope, you gonna give her a heel turn? <laughs> oh, I don't go that deep, baby. I don't go that deep. Hey, baby, I'm bad. Whatever you gotta do, man. Depends. <laughs> Um, Baby, I want you to get me in an ankle lock. <laughs> what else with WrestleMania? <laughs> oh, the graphic in my head is disgusting. I, I saw an, I saw an ankle snap. I saw what happened to Paul George, but because of a vagina. <laughs> I saw a clench and I saw a bone. Just a co- <laughs> doing so many kegels give you a compound fracture. Yep, it's like Oprah's Oprah's fucking. Cunt from South Park, <laughs> like that can hold a gun and shit, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that kind. Of thing. Um, uh, anything else on WrestleMania or WWE at all that we haven't covered? Well, yeah, uh, just in in terms of WrestleMania, I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, like, even the worst built WrestleMania, even the ones that just are a little flatter than others going into it. You still wake up that Sunday just, like, feeling different. Yep. Yeah. You know, because it, it is WrestleMania, and especially after last year's, fucking anything can happen. Um, and that's kind of the most interesting thing to me right now is because... There's so many injuries and the, and their backs are seemingly so against the wall that they have to pull Shane McMahon out of their ass and among other things and like call up Sammy. Like it, there's a full roster right now. Sammy's not getting called up. Yeah. And so it's it's shit like that. The stuff that they have to do basically because they're out of options. 
Vince McMahon saying the F word on TV. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, uh, like, we mentioned it a couple months ago, like, and it's continued to happen. Fantasy bookings are coming true because they have nothing left to actually <laughs> fucking book that they have to do this shit and it's just it's still exciting to see them have to do it so i'm excited for the raw after wrestlemania when finn balor bulletproof uh shinsuke nakamura and samojo all debut to take out roman reigns to lead in nxt invasion on the television i you know what man at this fucking point it wouldn't surprise me god and we'd hate every minute of it three weeks later. <laughs> because Roman's fucking them up. All right. So we've covered WWE and we covered WrestleMania. Is there any other wrestling news we want to cover? Um. How are you feeling about Lucha, Rich? I'm riding with it. Uh. I'm riding with it. I feel you, man. I feel you. The last, you know, it, it's definitely been a step down from season one as of right now. Yeah. Um, the, I was trying to think back between like this point in season one and where we're at right now in season two. And it's feeling like this season's just. They have so much that they can draw from that they created from the first season that they're maybe overwriting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, you know, what we're like six episodes in at this point, seven, six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like they still didn't even really understand what they had uh, like overall. When they were doing these episodes, because you were just getting these random ass matches, some random trios matches, some random three ways, some random fucking five ways, like along with, you know, Puma and Conan, like they had their A and B stories for the most part. But like, I have a feeling they didn't realize they were going to do the Son of Havoc, Evil East on Helico thing until like they recognized that they had kind of already started that. Right. Um, and I, I can't really even answer that too because I, I didn't see the first half when it aired. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of jumped on at like the perfect moment when stuff was already established. Yeah. Um, from what I know, unfortunately, from what was spoiled to me in that brief moment, I, I know I, I feel like we're a couple weeks away from stuff really jumping off. Sure. And get and getting really good. So I have that solace, but I have been a little disappointed just in terms of kind of the disjointed storyline thus far well um also and we have uh fucking aztec warfare coming up too yeah that's gonna be like the fucking that's what i'm that's the point i'm like most looking forward to right now as soon as we can get ray mysterio and dragon azteca jr to stop competing to see who can read lines worse than one another yeah that that'll be fine yeah like i said i think it's just being a little overwritten right now but that might be for the best as like they're actually like TV writing, which means they like break story and shit and they have it all kind of mapped out for yeah. an actual story arc. So Ray Mysterio as an actor is Ray Charles to a bird watching. Is uh you think Ray's coming back to Derpa Derpa E? <laughs> to Derpa Derpa E <laughs> Derpa Derpa E? <laughs> To the Arab Wrestling Federation? No. Um, <laughs> oh. 
who gives a shit? <laughs> well, That's my answer. In, I mean, eventually they all come. Of like, is is Lucha gonna like every season have a guy that was on WWE uh, comes to do a season and then like they're gone the next season back to WWE? While John Morrison just still sitting there. <laughs> Absolutely. While they yeah. work Morrison exclusively. Yeah. So uh, season three. Let's do it, Barrett. Oh, he's the one. Yep. Yeah. Or 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 it'll be like PJ Black. Nah. <laughs> no, come on. No, we'll, we'll never see him again. All right. Uh, so yeah, so Lucha, like I said, kind of same thing. Tope, we, we talked about NXT. Are you keeping up with NXT? Uh, no one of the matches at Taker kind of like not ruin it, but I'm I taken my own time. I'll probably sit down and just watch um the entire build up one by one. I watched the two Orlando shows. I went back and watched Brooklyn for the first time um this weekend, uh, which is fucking amazing. And yeah, no, I need to catch up and I can't wait for fucking takeover. Yeah, the the CFE shows there was nothing spectacular on them. I mean, so you, you didn't miss a whole lot. Um, I cannot be more excited about what already what I guess what aired yesterday when this is airing the two out of three fall yeah. Sammy Joe match, which to my understanding is going to be like the whole episode. Yeah, that's from what I understand. So uh, just a just a ballpark guess. That's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it might be okay. Yeah, it might be all right. Uh, uh, that actually reminds me of a point that I wanted to, to make um, between NXT uh, with the finish to that Sammy Joe match with the, the double three count, um, yep. which looked good. It, like for what they were trying to achieve, that looked good. It looked a hell of a lot better than the double three count that Sasha and Becky had. Um, that looked fucking terrible. <laughs> You know, uh, I didn't look that nice because Tope wasn't in the middle of it. Am I right, Tope? <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey, respect. Because Becky, Becky Lynch is a great human being. An She's amazing wonderful. human. Couldn't say enough nice things about Miss Lynch. She's wonderful. Tope, although when you said that, you sound like Ali G. Respect! <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch gets respect. Um, but uh, they did a similar thing on Lucha a couple weeks ago with Puma and Pentagon. Yep. where they were going for the double three, and then, like, the last fucking nanosecond, Puma got his shoulders up. And that was and those all, th- like, those three things happened on air between, like, a week and a half of each other, two weeks. Um, double pins are in. Yeah, for real. Uh, I just thought that was interesting to bring up, just to see, like, that was fine. That was bad. That was brilliant. Yeah. Um. Is there? I wanted to bring this up, and I was afraid. I don't know. This thought crossed my mind a couple times in the past. Is there an NXT? Uh, I'm trying to find the right word. It's not a problem, but has NXT sort of painted themselves in a corner with expectations? And I I see what you're saying, but elaborate. So. There is a certain expectation for the show uh, to, you know, for performances on the show, for characters on the show, Um, because for a good while there, they were stocked with a lot of performers that had 
up to and beyond 10 years experience finally getting their shot on NXT. And it showed. They were fine. But now you're getting all those guys called up. And you're getting a few greener guys, you know, pushed to the forefront that maybe aren't as ready. But to the people watching NXT and only NXT and don't know those backgrounds, they don't know the difference. And I'm afraid what happens is you get those people saying, like, oh, well, it's not as good as it was. Or "Eh, it's kind of getting a little, I don't know, the episodes lately haven't been that great. Whereas it's like, well, it's despite what they fucking say, it is still a developmental show. I had the same. I was uh, talking with one of our uh, mutual friends, and I was telling them that, like, they're in this weird position where they have to keep people for that reason. It's like the, the way I explained it was like if a minor league team had like a great player, like the Cubs have like one of the best players, Chris uh, Chris Bryant. He was called up because it's like this rookie is way too good to be down there because they couldn't give a fuck about how good their minor league team is. It's all about the big show. Yeah. But NXT is like in this weird position where it's like, okay, Bailey's been ready, Finn's ready, all these people are pretty much ready, but we need to have our tour group set. I, I really don't think it's an NXT. I think this is a problem that's been going on for a long time. Different company, but Ring of Honor, uh, Mulligan, add on to this, had this exact same issue, which I assume they ran into. And it's hard to figure out. It's like you have this big pool of people and then half leave. And then the next half comes up, and then you, you're just trying to refill and refill and refill. But like you said, it's a development, so yeah. it's, it should. There's yeah, there, there, I mean, there's turnover, and that's to be expected. And while those people that are ready are 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 at the top, we have the people underneath that are getting ready. It's kind of a never-ending cycle. ROH was like that, you know, when you know it would happen with like you know Joe and Aries and Brian that like. They would have their long title reign, and then like they'd be stuck there for a while, like not doing anything. But it helped because it helped the overall quality of the product, and then they eventually moved on. And in that time, they had other people get ready. But at a certain point, the developmental thing is the key here. What you're saying, Rich, is they're using it to to basically the long term is to help the thing. I think turn a fucking profit. I'm sure NXT is like almost profitable at this point. If, if you think about it, because I know they were like with the performance center and everything else, NXT wasn't making money. It has to be making money at this point. They're touring a lot. They're touring a lot. They, their merchandise, how popular it is, the big gates, they have to be making. It has to be a viable thing at this at this moment. I think once it becomes viable, or like really viable for them, then they'll be fine. I can totally see in the next two years. It definitely losing some of its luster because it's going to have to. And I almost feel like I want it to just so it can actually become developmental and grow again. Yeah, because that's what I'm like. People are losing sight because they're told that it's not developmental anymore. But but it, it fucking has to be. It has yeah, to be. Uh, there's if, if it wasn't, Emma wouldn't be back there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know they'd be like, "Okay, you're fired. You can't make it in either company. You're done." And you stole a phone. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a phone. A phone case. Phone case, right? Um, but yeah, and and also I think a byproduct of that is 
you know, the, the people like us and the people that watch NXT and the people that run their mouth on the internet, like us, uh, see people reach the top of NXT and you can only stay up at the top of NXT for so long until you ha- until you get the call up and you have to move on. But that's never going to translate because one of two things happens. Either they come in just like a rookie, just like anyone else debuting and they make their debut and it's there's still a new guy. They're still new. They're new again. And I don't think anyone's ever going to, like, pop off. Like, the most we're going to see anyone pop off is the way Owens did. And even then, Owens started with Cena, and then he settled. He started at the top, Mm -hmm. and then he, like, sort of floated down and settled. You know, Breeze. Ugh. Like, you know. (laughs) Oh, he settled all right. (laughs) I came in and then just, like, fucking got this rookie, you know, uh, stigma to him. Uh, Be it from the crowd or from the locker room itself. And yeah, it's going to be hard for guys to start like the Wyatt's or the Shield. I think. Yeah. Again. And 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 that's what I, I you could chalk part of that up to them being unique and special talents and and in their presentation and everything, but you can also chalk it up to what NXT was at the time that you could do it. Yeah, there was there was not near the expectation or the rapport built up. Right. Uh, for either of those entities, um, I think the Wyatt's being most applicable here because the Shield weren't even a thing in the NXT. The NXT. Right. How old am I? Uh, <laughs> whereas, yeah, like we've seen Breen, Breeze, we've seen Owens, we've seen Sammy, we've seen Neville, we've seen Ascension. Jesus Christ, we've yeah, we've fucking seen Bo that. Dallas. Bo Dallas. You know, we've seen them all. We have a familiarity and. And when they don't succeed right away, everyone gets bitchy and and is like, oh, well, they're not fucking using them right. It's like, well, no, they have to. They're starting over again is what they're doing. It sucks. But, you know, it's what would have happened if we weren't if NXT wasn't available for us to watch. The big the big test of it is going to be the crop of guys that are coming on as themselves. If that makes sense, because for you know, uh, Owens is still you know largely Kevin Steen, yeah. but for guys like Joe and Aries and Nakamura mm-hmm. that get called up, how they're treated because there is you know it might just still be a name, but in that name, they're still bringing on everything in their past, mm-hmm. and they're also bringing on the same character. You know, Owens has been minorly tweaked, and you know and specified but the rest of them are just kind of on their name alone and then we'll see i mean aj is also kind of a test to it as well without the nxt process yeah but i think that's going to be a big test uh, a big key is to see where the main roster views nxt and a byproduct that will be where they have nxt move from going going forward will they keep it in that vein and just you know pick up you know, guys that haven't been there, you know, like if James Storm had stayed and stuff like that, or will they try to develop their own people, you know, which also is still working like Enzo and Cass. They yeah. are, you know, gay chat, uh, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable mm-hmm. fucking revival revival, you know, uh, even like, you know, 
fucking like a Nia Jax, you know, somebody like a, a product that was like from the ground up built, which one they focus on. Yo, all right. All that aside, is Corbin going to be singles ascension? No. <laughs> he's going to be <laughs> I mean, we can hope. No, he's going to you can me he's going to be fucking Roman Reigns' opponent at WrestleMania 34. What are you oh, talking about? No. I think I I think they bring Corbin on and he does the exact same thing he was doing to start on the main roster for like four months. They're just gonna have him do the Ryback thing, and that's fucking fine to me. Like, don't just just keep his mouth shut. <laughs> he, just, he fucking just lacks that charisma for me. Yep, he's another one. Yeah. He's definitely another one. It's okay. He's rated an 81 in uh, 2K16, so he's definitely going to get beat in the first round. Wait, who's he wrestling? Hold on. Shit, I just jinxed us. Hold on. I have to know. Oh, Big E. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but TNA, we've ran out a lot of time. How dare you compare accidentally and not intentionally TNA to Matt Damon? (laughs) Look, I'm sure, hey, like Kurt Angle's last match or some shit is tomorrow, I think. I don't know. Is it tonight? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Yeah, no, and don't apologize. That's, like, I said it on the, the selection show. Like, and apparently TNA, like, apparently Impact, it was either last week or this week. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Apparently, it was the best show of the week for any wrestling show on television. It's too late. It's too late. TNA is never going to gain a new audience. Tell me how that happens. Anyone fucking tell me how that happens. The One of their wrestlers murders their entire family. All right. I'll start watching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just the first week, and then if they're smart, they put on, like, really good shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy killed somebody. Now, watch this really good AJ Styles, Christopher Daniel, Samoa Joe match from 10 years ago. <laughs> hey, look, look. Wait a second. I just saw those two guys on WTV. Yeah, but next week, T-Gray Uno. Crazy Steve. We're really going to need you to have to take a dive for us on this one. They're paying money for Marilyn Manson songs now. Like, what did... Dixie Carter needs to take an economics class. <laughs> like, I get why they're trying, because you have to say that you're trying. And they're and they're also trying to get like investors, which is not somebody buying the company, it's just quote unquote investors. Yeah. Like they're they're never gonna have a bigger audience. When is their audience? When? When? I'm out of words. But hey, they signed Mike Bennett and Maria. Yeah. Five years after get... Mike Bennett was supposed to sign with WWE. Yeah, that'll get him on my side. <laughs> this is also after Maria used WWE's money to get a college degree. Smart smart woman. Yeah. Use him for the degree, then go get a paycheck somewhere else. Uh, What else? I feel like I've talked too much this entire show. <laughs> well, welcome to the past 275 episodes, fuckface. I'm kidding. That was catty. I'm sorry. 
I mean, you're not wrong. No, I am. <laughs> I also want to congratulate. Uh, how many titles have changed hands from this week to last? I feel like all of them. Uh, well, because I knew the Phoenix thing was happening. So, I mean, like I said, Phoenix is going to be in any way. Sure. But Phoenix is the Gift of the Gods champion. Zack Sabre Jr. is the new PWG champion. Uh, well, there's another one I thought. I just feel like the New Japan trio's title has changed hands again. Even though it hasn't. I thought like there was a fucking another one, but I guess not. And it just struck 9-12, and those titles changed again. Perfect. <laughs> uh, one of the TNA oh, titles or some shit? Oh, t- no, because I think tonight is when Beer Money Beats the Wolves. Because <laughs> yeah. Impact is on tonight. There's a live discussion thread on Reddit. Or unless people are just really excited for tomorrow. I don't know. Uh... Yeah, Jesus Christ. Disney fireworks are wild tonight. Anything else? Oh, Lana has more backstage heat. Good for her. Why is she still wrestling? She's just never worked a match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but now they're building her up for a match? Uh, her versus who? They've been doing this thing with her and Brie Bella. Uh, I think that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not hyped anymore. With also, me. also uh, they've also been another. There's going to be some other divas uh, storyline on the show. Because I know Paige has been training victories with our guest back on the show after a few weeks, Summer Ray. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. The champ is here. Sorry, guys. I don't think Summer Rae's going to be able to make it this week. She already left Chicago. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> you have two left. <laughs> I know. Or two left before Mark. Oh, Koto Bushi's going to be at Evolve. Nice. Okay. Uh, I got to fill in the time now somehow, Rich. Fine. Fuck you. He was just on Steve Austin's podcast. What does Vince Russo have to say about wrestling right now? <laughs> Hold on, let me summon him or however the fuck he gets on the show these days. Fuck you. <laughs> no, you don't have to. I'm just kidding. Okay, <laughs> I fine. Really, I don't feel like talking to him. He doesn't feel like talking to you. He, he, yeah. I see like him doing an interview with Steve Austin. I'm like, Steve, man, come on. Like it's you don't have to do that. Well he had to <laughs> Yeah, one, he doesn't have to do that. Uh, but two, it's the only way to get him to stop texting him whenever Vince has a new fucking... Website or project? Yeah, exactly. What is it? The brand? Vince Russo brand? Yeah, that's a good idea. Steal off of Matt Hardy. Brilliant. <laughs> um, also, I saw... Uh, also, one last thing I want to talk about. Uh, I know, Rich, you've been following it. This whole Kogan gawker thing. Yo! Okay. Before we all started talking, I watched a video where Hulk Hogan said Hulk Hogan's penis is kayfabe and Terry Bollea's penis is real life. <laughs> I cannot wait for American Crime Story to cover this. <laughs> it's going to be the best season of television ever. Straight Dude. up, he said, yeah, when we were talking about Hulk Hogan's penis being 10 inches, my actual penis isn't 10 inches. The man is insane. I really hope they still get Cuba Gooding Jr. to be Hulk Hogan. Ah, <laughs> uh, same amount of CTE damage. 
can't, he can't be. Oh, please, Hogan's brain is fine. <laughs> Hogan didn't do shit. He took Hogan's some per- chair shots. Shut sort your of. mouth. He's fine. Um, For real, though, who plays Hogan? Uh, well, first off, number one, I just want to point out that earlier, uh, Gawker sounds like the way that Vince Russo would describe the, gobbly, the gobbledygooker. <laughs> the gobbledygawker. <laughs> <laughs> With a little bit of, like, Steve Lombardi thrown in. Um, hmm. Bald, sad, big son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm the gobbledygooker. <laughs> Oh, great. Now i got to come up with what Steve Lombardi can do. Um, uh, I did that by just stuffing half a shirt in my mouth. <laughs> I know, I'm talking like Steve Lombardi. It's funny because when he's the uh, the Brooklyn Brawler, he doesn't have half a shirt on. Tope, who, who, who would be Hulk Hogan? Uh, Eric Stone Street for Modern Family. <laughs> That's a person name that came to my mind. I don't know why. I mean, he really—he does a really good job of pretending to be a gay dude. So <laughs> he can be. Yeah, he, he, he has range. He can play a gay dude again. Yeah. They'd get fucking Mickey Rourke to do it. Or like, what if they got Stallone to do it? I was thinking Stallone. What if they got Hogan? I was just about to say, <laughs> it'll just do it, man. <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't think they ever could make like they have to do like an open casting call type thing, like they did for like Biggie, <laughs> like <laughs> like the Notorious movie. Like you can't just get somebody that's known to be Hulk Hogan in a movie. Well, no, it's trashy TV. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, like for anything. You have to go with somebody that's like, oh, yeah, look at this guy. And then, of course, Vince would try to sign him and then <laughs> be a fucking mess. What about Dolph Lundgren? I was going to say, like, what if we could just age the shit out of fucking Chris Hemsworth? That could work. We could like spray paint. The, he puts on, like, the J. Edgar makeup. Yeah, we could spray paint Terry Crews. Oh, all right. <laughs> this is why what? I just engage. No. <laughs> didn't mean... Like, I'm just saying, I'm trying to think of big dudes. <laughs> Name another fucking jacked actor. Cena? Oh, yeah, Cena. Oh, Cena kills that part. Thank you, Tope. Uh, all right, well, as we're wrapping up here, I wanted to, uh, I did while we were doing the podcast, I did a, uh, a, a random drawing here, and I have the matches for the pit. All set aside and ready to go. Here's the way the bracket looks for the, the 2016 Podswoggle Invitational Tournament. First round, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Dalton Castle. The Undertaker versus Big Cass. That'll be a good one. Tomatonga versus Drago. Already tearing Rich's heartstrings. Jushin Thunder Liger versus Chuck Taylor. Sting versus Marty Scroll. Damian Sandow versus Daniel Bryan. Son of Havoc versus Sami Zayn and Mojo Raleigh versus Jason Jordan. <laughs> Through as much as happened. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which ones? Like in history, like Daniel Bryan versus Sandow, Jason Jordan versus Mojo, and who was one? And probably Cass versus Undertaker this year. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, Taker went down. It's like, hey, big guy, you got five minutes in you? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cast asking Taker. <laughs> Taker's like, man, I'm on fucking vacation right now. Shit, leave me alone. Uh, yeah, again, uh, Tope, we're going to have the bracket up uh, by the time this airs. Yes, I Yes, I <laughs> hope no. Hope no till tomorrow. All right. Hopefully the bracket will be up by the time you're hearing this. If not, be on the lookout for it. We're going to be tweeting it. We're going to be having it connected uh, uh, to all of our stuff as soon as possible. Just can fill it out. Prize will be determined. Hopefully we'll have the prize set up uh, during our selection show or during our uh, prediction show in two. Excuse me, in two weeks. Uh, but for now, that'll do it for this episode of Pod Swallow Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. Please, please, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio. Leave us a review in five stars. Of course, by subscribing, get your podcast automatically every single Thursday. Also, check us out on ArcadeAudio.net, along with all the other shows in our network of podcasts, including our most recent edition, which I kind of teased last week, but now I want the host himself to describe. Tope, tell us about your most recent show on Arcade Audio. Uh, yeah, I got a new show. I'm hosting this show, so you know it's gonna suck. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, basically, me and my uh, roommate are a completely different humans in many senses, but I love rap music. He hates it, so every week we uh, listen to a new rap song of my choosing, and we kind of just discuss it and talk about life and racism and everything in between. It's a fun little podcast called RJ Hates Rap iTunes, ArcadeAudio.net and yeah, listen if you like subtle racism and <laughs> even if you don't, still listen because this show is fantastic, I can't say enough positive things about it, I listened to the first two episodes I listened to one before and then I listened to the other one today and they are absolutely fantastic laughing my ass off, Tope finally managed to make our friend RJ funny um, <laughs> please tell him I said that <laughs> I, I, I have Good. <laughs> Good. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great show. Uh, so check that out, along with all the other shows in the network of podcasts for Podswoggle. Send us an email, podswoggle at gmail.com. Uh, so, yeah, so send us an email, podswoggle at gmail.com. We'll read it on the show. We actually, next week on the show, have a quick mini episode uh, revolving around an email that we received and a game you received from a fan. So send us an email, and odds are. We're going to take care of it uh, on the show, whether it be a game or just reading it. Just like we'll read any review you send to us. Uh, I should say Rich will read it any way, shape, or form. You can't get out of that from having the Swoggle Squad Championship. Uh, at Podswoggle on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. If you've missed any of the Podswoggle title tournaments, the last two are there in their entirety. Uh, also, of course, on Twitch, March 26th, March of Madness, live starting at noon Eastern. Hopeful ending... Before noon the next day. <laughs> it's going to be a long, fun day, but I can't wait. Any other plugs? Anything else? If not, then we're going to do this different. Tope, how's Wrestle- what's WrestleMania looking like? WrestleMania is going to be sub-okay. <laughs> Rich, final thoughts. I talk too much. (laughs) (laughs) Homeboy, you never shut up. That was it.
That was a botchamania impression. We were so hyped, and then <laughs> we just careened off a cliff. Start talking about TNA, bro. We, did. we <laughs> talked about it way too long. Tell me any final thoughts. Apologies to Sasha Banks. Um, yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to uh, Triple H beating Roman Reigns and uh, beating Punk's record. This is what it's all about, man. Uh, <laughs> this entire uh, thing's about. Get, re- get well, Nikki Bella. <laughs> <laughs> so Tobik can break a foot off in the ass. No. <laughs> Ew, in her butt? It's gross. <laughs> whoa. 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 Too far. Too far. Don't do anal with my foot. <laughs> I do it with my penis. <laughs> All right, for Tope, Rich, <laughs> for anal sex. <laughs> this is Mullet signing off for Podswell, wrestling podcast entertainment. We are slogging off. Rich said lesbian a bunch of times. Lesbian, 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 lesbian. Now say you threw me the fuck off. What do you want me to say next? No, I'm saying now say lesbians like Christopher Lloyd saying Libyans in Back to the Future. The lesbians. Uh, it's the lesbians. <laughs> totally different movie. <laughs> how did he get? How did he get plutonium from the lesbians? <laughs> I was preparing myself uh, to go off on an ass run uh, of just ass, 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 ass. But you hit me with but- lesbians. So I didn't want to start singing ass and titties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big booty bitches. Ass and titties. Come on, baby. Let's go. Oh, I know you're aching, baby. But I'm gonna hold you tight until you stop all this shaking. Put a little ass on it. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.